0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Your Birth Bestie podcast. This is episode 44, and today we are going to be talking about the first prenatal appointment for newly pregnant moms. So I know when I first found out I was pregnant with my first baby, I was so excited to call the doctor's office and schedule my first appointment right away but was actually left with some surprising feelings after hanging up the phone and a lot of anticipation and really uncertainty as to what that first appointment would entail and then also what to do during that really long wait time. So if this is you, I hope to put your mind at ease and give you a lot of helpful information to start your prenatal care as smoothly as possible. Also, if you haven't saved your seat in the virtual pregnancy support group starting in a few weeks, please check out the link in the show notes or head over to bethconnors.com forward slash group support. I am hosting a 12 week virtual pregnancy support group that includes access to my Fearless Birth Academy online course, a virtual community, and evidence based resource library in addition to those 12 Zoom calls. So a ton of great information to help you plan for your upcoming labor and delivery really help support you during your pregnancy and connect with other moms as well. Hey there, I'm Beth Connors, a midwife and mom of two, but also your birth bestie. In this podcast, we'll dive deep into everything you need to feel confident, prepared, and in control from baby bump to delivery room, from practical tips to personal stories. We'll cover it all so you know exactly what to expect every step of the way. Let's get into it. So first, let's talk about what's the purpose behind the first prenatal visit and when this appointment usually is scheduled. And really the point of prenatal appointments in general are to monitor your pregnancy and follow up on the health of you and your baby. It's really, really important to regularly attend these prenatal visits to build a relationship with your provider and address any potential risks or maybe some concerns that you might have and lay that foundation for a healthy pregnancy. There may be factors that would put you at an increased risk for certain complications. And addressing those things early in your pregnancy can actually be really helpful to lessen the risks and help you educate yourself on the options that you have and how your pregnancy is expected to progress based on your health. And then, of course, you also have time to learn all of your options, become educated, and take control of your experience right from the start, which, of course, is something I love. So then for that first appointment, the primary purpose with your doctor or midwife is to establish a baseline for that pregnancy, and they take your medical history, there's an opportunity to do some tests and screenings, again, all to have a baseline before your pregnancy progresses further. This first meeting allows you to talk to your provider, and they're able to tailor your care to the specific needs of you and your baby. Hopefully, this will promote a proactive approach to the well-being of you and your baby for the entire pregnancy. And when I say proactive, I do want you to also be aware that in medicine, the medical model doesn't want to take any risk, right? It likes data and results of these labs and different tests to compare. So there are quite a few tests and things that are standardly performed early in pregnancy across the board that we will also talk about later too, but please know that nothing is required. It is common and standard and most often, patients will comply to whatever their doctor orders, so there are usually no questions asked, but that doesn't mean that you can't ask questions. If you don't want a test or something doesn't feel right, ask questions and do what you think is best for you. Many women don't know that they have options, but I promise you definitely do. Also, just so you can plan ahead if maybe you just got that positive pregnancy test, but your provider usually won't see you for a little while after you found out that you're pregnant, which I know for me was a huge shock when I had my first baby. I found out at around four weeks pregnant, and I didn't have my first appointment until I was like 10 weeks pregnant. And I was shocked when that's what the receptionist over the phone told me. There was so much time between the time I found out, to my first appointment, and I didn't know what to do in that, in that time. And then from that first visit, the length between appointments also changes. So you usually have an appointment about every four weeks until you're 28 weeks, then about every two weeks until you're 36 weeks, and then from 36 weeks, every single week until you have a baby. And this is a general overview, and you might have other circumstances that allows for less or more visits with your provider, so keep that in mind as well. But most moms do have questions either right before their appointment and they're nervous about something coming up, or maybe they forgot to ask something because they felt rushed, or maybe they see a new doctor or midwife every single time from the practice that they would also find it helpful to build a relationship with someone else that can answer their questions and be more reassuring and present, um, also giving them some evidence-based information during their entire pregnancy. And this is why I love group support and seeking additional resources in pregnancy like a doula. So there really are quite a few options out there to get additional information and support. So now that you have your appointment scheduled, you may be wondering what you actually need to do to prepare for this first visit. And I know there can be a lot of anticipation that comes with that first prenatal meeting, that you are meeting your provider for the first time, you might have some excitement or nervousness, but there's also some planning that is helpful to do to make sure that you have a smooth experience. And a few logistical things are bringing your ID, your insurance card, and if you have any substantial medical history yourself or your partner or your family, especially things like genetic conditions or past pregnancy or birth complications, you'll want to have that information and pass that along to your doctor as well. But just as important as the questions that you will answer for your provider, you also want to basically interview your doctor or midwife that you're working with. And if you are looking for questions to ask or you're not sure where to start, if you head over to bethconnors.com forward slash questions after listening to this episode, there will also be a link in the show notes. There is a free PDF download that will help you plan out exactly what questions that you should think of ahead of time before going to your appointment, and then also questions for your provider when you are newly pregnant and you're just trying to find the right provider for you and for your values and making sure that you are going to be supported in whatever decisions that you make. You are hiring this person or this practice, so you want to be sure that you are going to be well supported the entire time. This proactive approach has been so helpful for my students and my clients to have an open conversation with their doctor, but really also empowers them to participate in their own experience. This is a collaborative effort between you and your partner and your healthcare team, and being prepared will really help this experience of pregnancy and birth and postpartum and your journey into motherhood be so much more enjoyable. And then when you arrive to your appointment, you will want to know what to expect, or at least I know I did. I was pretty anxious before I had my first OB appointment with my first baby. So you can expect to answer questions, like I said, about your medical history, including pre-existing conditions, past pregnancies, and your family medical background. With the medical history... There will also be a general physical exam including your height, weight, vital signs, and a head-to-toe assessment listening to your heart and lungs, your belly. Um, There will maybe be a breast exam or pelvic exam offered to you, but if this isn't something that you're comfortable with, again, you don't have to consent. I had a provider at what was actually my second appointment because they did all the questions and intake things and establishing of care at the first visit, and then the physical exam and blood work was at the second visit. That's just how the clinic did it. So it was my second appointment at 12 weeks with a previous pregnancy, and my provider told me as I was lying there after the physical exam that she had to check my cervix to make sure that it was closed at 12 weeks. I had never heard of anything like this before, but I had also never not heard of this before and didn't know better either way. So she did a cervical exam at 12 weeks while I now know my uterus is tilted and my cervix, of course, at that point was very posterior. So it was a very uncomfortable cervical check. It was also the last thing that she did and she basically left the room. I got dressed, walked out of the clinic And all of a sudden, I had this rush of emotions that something didn't feel right. I'm actually in significant pain, cramping, worried if my baby is going to be okay. And it was just this such a weird experience that I didn't even get to process until after the fact. And now even thinking about it, it just makes me feel awful. But I wanted to share and tell you that for one, that particular practice of checking the cervix whether it's closed on a healthy pregnant mom with no risk factors, was completely inappropriate, in my opinion, and that if you just don't want something done to you for any reason, you can just say no. It can feel weird, though, to decline, maybe in the moment, but I do wish moms would feel more comfortable to speak up for themselves. I know that I wish I would have in the moment. It would have saved me a lot of discomfort, this awkward situation. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know if it was normal, if I was gonna be okay. It was just this very anxiety provoking feeling and uncomfortable violating feeling. So I don't wish that upon you. There is so many other things in birth and in labor and delivery and all these stories that you hear about moms being taken advantage of in these certain situations for provider convenience or for whatever reason. So I just don't want these things to happen to you. And I want you to have these expectations from your very first appointment that you do have control and you do have to consent for every single procedure or test or anything done during your pregnancy and birth, postpartum and beyond As far as more information on specific tests and screenings that are usually done in early pregnancy, usually in that first or second prenatal visit, you may be asked about a blood test to check for anemia and infectious diseases, as well as offered genetic screening testing that Tests for Genetic Conditions and Chromosomal Abnormalities, and I will actually be talking more about these things in upcoming episodes, so stay tuned for that because there is a lot more information that I would love to share, but this episode would just get way too long, so I will put that in a- another episode coming up. The last thing I wanted to mention as well is about what's next after that first appointment. I think it is so helpful to understand what is next in your pregnancy journey so that you can plan ahead and feel excited and less stressed or overwhelmed, less nervous maybe or scared, and really just empowered through this journey of pregnancy and preparing for your birth experience and meeting your baby. And that is really my goal for the virtual pregnancy support group to know what is next, always, and to have your questions answered thoroughly and unbiased with evidence-based information so you can be confident in your decisions every step of the way, making sure that they are your decisions and nobody else's. So later prenatal visits each serve a different purpose. All will include listening to your baby's heartbeat with a Doppler, measuring your belly for the fundal height, and taking your vital signs. There is usually a few other questions that they'll probably ask, like, is there any leaking of fluid, like amniotic fluid, any bleeding or cramping, any other concerns or issues that you might bring up. But most of the time in the moment, it is no, because sometimes you don't even know what you don't know. You don't know what questions to ask. And there really isn't a lot of guidance or you know, that anticipation of what is going to be next next for you to even ask questions about. So that is usually the extent of prenatal visits. Maybe some of you have already had babies before and you can kind of relate to these really short 10 or 15 minute visits that really just, you know, seem pointless sometimes because you're not getting that really intimate support and all of your questions answered and knowing all of your choices. So that's unfortunate, um, but that is often what happens in the clinic settings For me personally, this was actually a huge turnoff, and part of what motivated me to start my own business after having my second baby, after graduating from midwifery school in May of 2022, and it's really why I love and prefer supporting families on my own and tailoring to their needs and sharing all this helpful information that I've learned that I really wouldn't have the ability or the time to share when you are seeing at least 15 patients in the clinic per day. It was absolutely nuts when I was a student in the clinic setting and I was really disappointed, honestly, at the healthcare system and really thinking that the midwifery model was going to be different than the medical model. Um, But unfortunately, I saw a lot of similarities there. So I am much more enjoying the connections and the impact that I'm making now with the families that I serve. So anyways, these appointments will help your provider monitor your health and track your baby's development and address any emerging concerns. But in addition to prenatal appointments, I really can't stress enough how important additional resources and support are to get access to valuable information and support groups tailored specifically to expecting parents, I believe building a support network during pregnancy is crucial for emotional well-being and connecting with others who are going through similar experiences, really providing a sense of community and shared understanding, whether it's pregnancy and birth classes, online communities, or support groups really just tapping into those resources enhances the overall pregnancy experience and fosters that supportive environment for expecting parents that they really thrive in. I have mentioned a few times already that I truly believe support and connection with that evidence-based information and practical tips to enjoy your pregnancy and to be prepared for birth is so important. And That is why all the points of support that I find to be helpful, I actually offer as well myself to clients. So if you're interested, that is a great opportunity to join my virtual pregnancy support group where we will meet once per week on Zoom for 12 weeks to connect with other moms and myself and get all of your questions answered live on Zoom or you can submit questions ahead of time. You will also have access to the community where you can connect with other moms and myself if something comes up before or after a meeting. And this is also where all of the replays from the Zoom meetings are saved if you can't make it live. And then you'll also have lifetime access to my birth course, Fearless Birth Academy, that is rooted in autonomy, mindset, and informed decision making. There is a workbook that's included that's 200 pages of handouts, really something for everything that I could basically think of that Expecting Parents have asked questions about in the past or that I myself wondered before, and it's a really great evidence-based course that is so valuable by itself, but meeting with you face-to-face is going to be so beneficial for preparing for birth and gaining that confidence to know what you want and to stand up for your values. So I am so excited to meet with you in just a few weeks in that pregnancy group, so be sure to save your spot at bethconnors.com forward slash group support, and there is a link in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You know where to find me with any questions or comments, any concerns at all, definitely reach out. I hope this was helpful as you are awaiting your own prenatal appointment and beginning this journey of pregnancy. Congratulations on your pregnancy and we will talk soon. Bye everyone.